Let's start. Okay. Um, remind last week we were talking about there was a machlokas between um, Rav Chista and Rav Nachman regarding uh, cooked vegetables. Okay. Now Rav Chista said, as you remember, there's no real machlokas. It depends whether it's usually eaten raw or usually eaten cooked. And Rav Nachman said, well, there was a there is a machlokas. Now. They both said, both Rochester and Nachman said that Rabbi Yochanan says that you say Shahakal for cooked vegetables. And the Gemara now is going to cite a dispute between Rabbi Yochanan's students in Tamidim as to what their Rebbe said regarding this. So, on Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi Yochanan, Rabbi said in the name of Rabbi Yochanan, I mean, that was his Rebbe was Rabbi Yochanan, and he said, Shalokas Vavarchanayim Varapriyadoma. Cooked vegetables, he said, Varapriyadoma. Varabinyomim Bayefes, Omar Rabbi Yachan. Rabbiyomim Bayefes, in the name of Rabbi Yachan. Shalokas Vavarchanayim Chachanayim Varapriyadoma. Oh, sorry, I didn't tell you where, 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 where we're starting from. Have you got it? Sorry, it's about on Lamachas of a base. And it's, um, where it gets wide at the bottom, 13 lines up, Omar Rabbiyah Baba. Sorry about that. It's the middle of it. It starts at the beginning of the line is Rabbi Yossi Maida. And then it carries on Om Rabbiya Ba'aba. Has everyone got it? Yeah. Om Rabbiya Ba'aba, right. Let's start again. Om Rabbiya Ba'aba, 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 Rabbiya both said, one said, Rabbi Yochanan said, on cooked vegetables you make Hadoma, and one said that Rabbi Yochanan said, on cooked vegetables you say Sha'akal. On Rabnach Bayetzot, said Rabnach Bayetzot, Koba Ula Lushabeshtek Rabbin Yomim Bayevet. That really, Rabnach Bayetzot says, you know, when, when Rabnach, when um, Ula um, says in the name of Rabbi Yochanan that it was Sha'akal, Really, he didn't hear it from Rabbi Yochanan. Really, he only heard it from this Rabbi Yomim Bayefes. But he committed it to memory until he really believed that it was Rabbi Yochanan who said it. So he didn't really hear it from him. And then the Gemara says as follows. Tore Barab Zerah wondered, how can we, if there's a Makhlouf in Rabbi Yomim Bayefes on the one side, and Rabbi on the other side, how can we even mention the opinion of Rabbi Yomim Bayefes? Because he's so much less than Rabbi Yomim Why? We'll see exactly why. What comparison is there between Rabbi Yomim Bayefes and Rabbi Yomim Bayefes? Rabbi Yomim Bayefes, the Gomesh, Maitim, and Rabbi Yochan and Rabbi. Rabbi is precise when he remembers a teaching from Rabbi and his teacher, whether he wrote it down then, or I don't know whether he was writing then, or, or he committed it to memory, but he was very precise when he quoted the teaching from his Rebbe. That's one reason why we should believe Rabbi Yochanan over Rabbi Yochanan. Another reason. And says, Rabbi Yochanan was not precise. Every 30 days, he used to review his learning in front of Rabbi Yochanan and his Rebbe. Now, Tosa says, 
when it says every 30 days, it doesn't mean he reviewed all his learning every 30 days. It means whatever he had learned in the last 30 days, on day 31, he used to go over it with Rabbi Yochanan. Rabbi Yochanan, whereas Rabbi Yochanan did not review it in this way. So, in other words, what he's saying is, what is Rabbi is saying, you're bringing a machlaikas of the two Talmudim of Rabbi Yochanan. One is Rabbi Yochanan, one is Rabbi Yochanan. How can you bring Rabbi Yochanan against Rukhir Ba'abba. Rukhir Ba'abba is much more reliable. First of all, he he used to be very precise when quoting a teaching from his Rebbe Rabbi Yochanan, which Rabbi Yomim wasn't. Vaila Rukhir Ba'abba, and also every 30 days he used to go over his learning, which he'd learned with, with Rabbi Yochanan, he didn't review it. Now, why are you even bring, mentioning Rabbi Yomim Ba'abba? But I, and furthermore, Barmin Dane and Barmin Dane, apart from this reason, apart from that reason, in other words, apart from him being precise, this is, uh, and apart from the fact that he reviewed his learning every 30 days, we have a direct proof that Rabbi Yochanan never ruled that Shachar was recited on cooked vegetables. Now, who Tormus, the Shokale Shivazim in Bakadera, there was this Tormus bean, which they cooked seven times in a pot. In other words, Unless you cooked it seven times, it wasn't ready to be eaten. It had to be cooked seven times. But after and then they ate it as a dessert. Also, Bashar Rabbi Yochanan, they came and asked Rabbi Yochanan, what brother do we say in it? But Omar, he said to them, we say a very So we have a proof, right? Apart from the fact that the Abba is more reliable, but we haven't proved that Rabbi Yochanan said it's for Priyadama because they asked him on this cooked vegetable, this tumor's bean, which had to be cooked seven times. What profit are you making on it? And he said for Priyadama. But I added a further proof that Rabbi Yochanan said that cooked vegetables are Suadama and not Shahakal, as Rabbi Yochanan said. On Rabbi Yochanan, I saw Rabbi Yochanan eating a salted olive. And Rashi explains that this salted olive, it was sort of lying in salt for many days. It came along and we hold, if something is left in salt for many days, it heats it up as if it's cooked. And therefore, a cooked uh, uh, um, olive, which is steeped in salt for many days, has got the din as if it's been cooked. So I saw Rukhaba Abba says I saw Rabbi Yochanan eating this salted olive, which is like it's cooked, a cooked vegetable, or cooked fruit, a barakalaitzhilabasar. And he said a bracha rishada at the beginning and then a bracha chroma. Now, if you say if you say that in Rabbi Yochanan's view, cooked vegetables or those which are steeped in salt, they remain in their original status, then that's fine. But he made a bracha before and after. In the Brokha Rishonim made a very free eight, so that's the Brokha you make of an olive, one of the Shivas of Minim. He made it of eight, of three or eight. That fits in very well. But if we said it in Rabbi Yochanan's view, cooked vegetables, all those which are steeped in salt don't remain in their original status as vegetables. I can understand at the beginning. He would say because as we learned before, you have to make a brocha even on a march or even on a tiny little bit. It's a svara, also the hemisphere, and other than a brocha. It's a bit of that benefit 
without a bracha, and the Nosayat might have a bracha. But what bracha would he make in the end? Now, this, the Meforshim explained that the Gemara's question is based on the view of Rabbi Yitzhak Barzimi, which we have later on in Memdalas, that Barin Aposhish has only recited after eggs or meat, and not after eating other food. Therefore, the Gemara says, well, what bracha will he make? Now, you can't say he's got to make other eight from 308, because if you say shlokas, cooked vegetables, don't retain their original status, then fine, you can make a shahakal as a bracha rishona, but what bracha will you make a bracha rana? Right? You can't answer that you make a barin of poshas, because according to Rabbi you don't make a barin of poshas, you only make it on uh, eggs and meat. After the Gemara, Zimma barin poshas, after all, that's not really a question because there is a bracha achrana, it could be barin of poshas. In other words, what we're saying is that Rabbi Yochanan perhaps he follows the other Moroyim who disagree with Rabbi Yitzhak Dimi, and the hell of Barina Foshers is a bracha achrona after any food. Not just after me today. So, so that in itself is not a, what do you call it? That, that, is, that in itself is not really a question. Okay, so we've got, we've got two points. Number one is that he was more precise. We're talking about Rukhir Baba. Number two, he reviewed his learning. Third of all, we know that Rabbi Yotan actually had this cooked, uh, bean and he said a barakwe And then we tried to bring another food that about this salted olive, but that is not really approved because it could be that he said barinaposhus afterwards. Okay. Moslev Rabbi Yitzhak Bashmuel. Rabbi Yitzhak Bashmuel, he raised an objection and he said as follows. Yerokashi Adam Yotan is a chavos of a pesach. Mora, you can fulfill your obligation to eat mora on the first night of pesach. You could use a vegetable, a bit of vegetable. What, and you can fulfill your obligation with them, both uh, both with the leaves and with their stalks. But not his pickles, pickled means pickled in brine. Or it's not a bit skewed. Rashi explains that skewed is even, a, 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 it's cooked, but even to a greater extent than normal cooking. It's very soft. They're not cooked. So in other words, you can have a vegetable for more of a pesach, but not if it's cooked. If you should say that cooked vegetables, they retain their original status of vegetable, why can you not fulfill your obligation by eating cooked mara? By the way, um, I noticed that you just come on, um, Victor, we're up to... Lamaches on the base at the bottom, where the wide lines are. Um, we just so where the wide lines are right at the bottom. Thank, thank you, thank you. Okay, literally uh, one line from the bottom. Yes, yes. Okay, right. Um, so. Okay, so that's what Gemara asked the question. I, I, I want to say that cooked vegetables obviously don't retain their status, because if cooked vegetables retain their status, then why can you not be Yotzamara on it? It's a vegetable. The fact that it's cooked, it doesn't matter, because it retains its status. Answer the Gemara, no, shiny hot and the Indians are more of a lecker. The same answer that we gave our matzah, 
really you can say that cooked vegetable does retain its original status. So if so, why can you not be Yatsamara on Seder night with it? The answer is because of the Inontar Mora Baleka, we need to taste the Mora. And once it's stewed or cooked or pickled or whatever it is, it loses the taste, the sharp taste of Mora. That's why we can't have it. So when it comes to cooked vegetables, they retain their status and you still make a bread no on that. But Mora is an exception. You can't have Mora which is cooked because you need the taste of Mora and that you won't have if it's cooked. Okay. Now, we said before that Rabbi Yochanan was eating a salted olive. Right? He's eating a salted olive. And he said we made a brocha chrona. There's obviously a discussion in the Gemara what that brocha chrona was, whether it was ala eight, ala three or eight. Now, what we call a brocha main shalosh, like ala michyor, but you know, over a fruit of a zayn minin. So, or whether it was bona fosha. But at any rate, he made a Rafa Akhraina on this olive. Now, Amalai Rabiyarim and Rabiyarim, Rabiyarim asked Rabiyarim a question. Rabiyarim, Rabiyarim, Heikam Amarach Hazayat Moliyah. How could Rabiyarim say a brocha, a brocha Akhraina that is, on a salted olive after eating it? Once the pit is taken away, the stone in it, Moksalei it's less than the amount required for a brocha achrayna. Because a brocha achrayna, you must have at least a kazais. Now, what does a kazais mean? Kazais, like an olive. So if you have an olive, and you take the stone out, presumably you wouldn't have eaten it with the stone, is not edible, so you would have taken the stone out. So then it's less than an olive. If it's less than an olive, it's less than what we call a kazais, how could he possibly make a brocha achrayna for it? Because the minimum size that in order to make a bracha runner is a kazais, like an olive. Once you take the pit out, it's not a full olive anymore. Answers the Gemara, Omalei, Tetra of Yemir, Misvari Kazais Kodobinon. Do you think we need the volume of a large olive? In other words, that it's called eating, so you make a bracha run on it. Nice bainani for Inon. We need only a medium sized olive. But who is the Isla Kamid Rabbi Yochanan, and that salted olive which they brought before Rabbi Yochanan, which he ate, Zayish Gomlava, was a large olive, the Afalkaf, the Shokhin, the Garunutse, so that even though they removed the pit from it, Poshne Shukhin still remained the required amount, which is the volume of a medium olive. In other words, he ate a large olive, he took the pit out, so even then it was still the size, even without the pit, it was still the size of an average olive. And when we say a Kazayis, you can only make a brocha fine on the kazayas, we're talking about an average olive. So that was fine. This, how do we know that? This none, because we learned to the Mishnah. Where is this Mishnah in Caleb? Zayesha Omru, the olive that the Chazal spoke about when saying that you have to lead to at least a kazayas in order to say a brocha fine, like cotton, like goggle, not a small one, not a large one, and a bainini, a medium one, the zehu aguri. This is known as an Aguri olive, which the Gemara will talk about shortly. Now, I want to draw your attention, very interesting point, and it's a lot on my to the Tosfos, on number test on an And if you go about one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, about 13 lines down, it starts with Uviru Shalmi. Do you see it? 
about 30, roughly about 13 lines down, and in the middle of the line it mentions Uvirushalmi. We're just going to turn the air conditioning off. It's getting a bit cold here. Uvirushalmi. Yes, uh, have you got it? Hello? Can you hear me? Yeah. Yeah, you got Uvirushalmi, yeah? Yes, now, yes, Rishalmi. yes, yes. Okay, right. Uvirushalmi, in Uvirushalmi, they ask the same question. Rabbi Yachan Heichi Borech. Azayis, how can you make a bracha, a bracha corona on Azayis, on Olive? Allah have a Shi'ura. There was not a Shia, as the Gemara just asked now. The Ka'ona, and he gives a different answer, Mishum Beria. Beria means a whole fruit. We shall explain in a minute. Even if you say, for example, eat one grape, I pray to Achshel Rimmon, or one pomegranate, Boy, brucha, it needs a brocha chrona. Mishum, the Bavaria, a whole fruit, a brochen, a philopochus, my desire. So he was answering like this. We have a club as follows. It, it, not everyone holds that, but it's brought in a locha in Simon Reish Yud, Saif Allah. It says if you've got what you call a barrier, a barrier means a creation, but it means a whole fruit. So for example, you've got a grape. And you take the whole grape into your mouth, obviously. You take a grape. Then there's a question whether you need to make an ala ala etopriyayit, in other words, a brachachrona, even if it's less than a kazais. Because the chashivis of it being a barrier, of it being a fruit, a whole fruit on its own, therefore there's a suggestion. Now, Halakha we say that you don't. However, you should be very careful that when you have a grape, for example, not just to have one grape on their, on their own, because if you have one grape on your own, you're running into shalas, you're running into spakers, according to those who say, since there are views, there are shitters who say that on a barrier you make a brochach right now, therefore you shouldn't have one grape on its own. And I'll read out again from guidelines, as follows, does a single grape require a bracha achrona? This is exactly what Yerushalmi is saying here. So according to some opinions, a bracha achrona is required for any naturally whole food, such as a grape, even if it's less than a kazais. In practice, one should not recite a bracha achrona, but it's praiseworthy to avoid the situation by eating a sufficient quantity equal to a kazais. So in other words, if you just have one grape, you're running into shallows as to whether you should make a because it's a barrier, it's a whole, it's a natural whole food, whole fruit in its own right. The way to get around that is to have enough which is definitely a kazayat, and therefore then you're certainly, according to all shitters, you have got to make a brochach rider. Now, out of interest, I have a book at home called Kazayat, and it's got all pictures of what is, how much is a kazais? You know, is it a piece of cake? And very often, you have a piece of cake, you don't know whether you've had a kazais or not. So when it comes to grapes, he says 13 small grapes is a kazais, 6 medium, 4 large. Okay? So let's say, for example, we're talking about small grapes, very small grapes. If don't have one on its own, because you have, if you have one on its own, then you've got a problem, do you have to make a brocha chrona or not? So have 13. I know it sounds a lot, but they're small, or if they're medium grapes, have six, and if they're large grapes, have four. 
Because then you know you've definitely had a kazayat, and it's definitely a chiyat to make a brachachwana. He said the next question is, what are other examples of such foods? A, a pomegranate seed, which is also mentioned in Tysus, a chickpea, a sunflower food, and an almond. Now, it says, what if the food is not perfectly whole? A brachachwana is not required even if a tiny amount of the food is missing. For example, an almond is no longer considered whole if it's chipped. What happens if the food is cut into two halves? Then it is no longer considered whole, and this is a very important halacha. Therefore, if you wish to eat a single grape, he gives you an etzer, you should bite it in half as he puts it into his mouth, or cut it in half after reciting the brocha, but it depends whether you're, you're a yekka or chosid. Right? A yekka will cut it before he puts it into his mouth. A chosid will bite it as he puts it into his mouth. But anyway, what he says is, if when it's in your mouth, it's not... not hello, Clive. Nice to see you. If you... Hi, Clive. Welcome back. If you put a grape into your mouth, which is not a whole grape, because either you've cut it in two, or as you put it into your mouth, you, with your teeth, you, you've broken it into two... Right, you've bitten it and it's into two, then you definitely can have one on its own or two on its own, and you don't have to make a brochach rider. Because it's not a whole fruit, it's not a bria. The whole thing is it's a berry, a berry means a whole fruit in its own right. Once you've cut this grape into two, it's not a whole fruit. Now, here he asks our question Does a pitted olive, an olive with a stone in it basically, require a brochach rider? The answer is no. Although the pit is inedible, the olive is no longer whole after the pit has been removed. Which is interesting, the Gemara doesn't say that. The Gemara talks about medium size or large size, but he's saying, so he's giving another answer. Once the pit has been removed, it's no longer a whole fruit. The same applies to any fruit whose pit is removed, whether edible or not, e.g. apricot, grape, prune, etc. In other words, if you've got a fruit with a stone in it and a pit in it, and you take the pith out, then it's no problem. Then it's not a complete uh, fruit. So it's not called a barrier. So in other words, what we've learned from here is a very important thing that if you want to eat a grape, if you want to eat a grape, don't eat one grape on its own. Either cut it in half, break it in half with your mouth, or if you, for any reason you don't want to do that, then make sure you have a kazayas, which you said is 13 small ones, 6 medium ones, 4 large ones, and then you definitely have to make a bracha uh, rhino on it, because that's, that's a kazayas. Right, we're, we're running short of time, because I know uh, Dime Posen's one starts uh, quarter past nine. So what I'm going to do is I'm just going to go over what we've learned today, if that's all right with you. Incidentally, anyone who's able, I saw a notice today that uh, Abram Lapjan is he's sitting shiva, and for two days running now, they, they did not get a minion. They had to schlep four people out of shul or something. So if anyone's able to go there tomorrow morning at seven o'clock, I think it would be appreciated. Right, let's just go over what we've learned tonight. Both Rav Chista and Rav, and Rav Nachman say... That Rabbi Yochanan, all of the name of Rabbi Yochanan says that he says shahakal for cooked vegetables. Now we cite a dispute between Rabbi Yochanan and Talmud and his students about this. From here, but Abba, the name of Rabbi Yochanan says, on shlokas on cooked vegetables, Rabbi Yochanan, by Yefes, is the name of Rabbi Yochanan, shahakal. 
So it says, Rav Nachman by Yitzvah, I don't understand. Ola, who said in the name of Yochanan, one says, Sha'akalon cooked vegetables, did not hear this psat directly from Rav Yochanan, but he heard it from Rav Yochanan by Yefes, committed it to memory, until he believed that it was Rav Yochanan who ruled this way. And Rav Zera wondered why the opinion of Rav Yochanan by Yefes, who said that Rav Yochanan says you say Sha'akal, was ever mentioned. Why? Number one, Rav Chia Abba was precise when quoting a teaching, teach, quoting a teaching from Rabbi Yochanan and his Rebbe, and Rabbi Yochanan was not. Second of all, Rabbi Chia Abba reviewed his learning every 30 days, whereas Rabbi Yochanan did not. So why, if, there's a, if you've got sort of a, a difference of opinion as to what Rabbi Yochanan says, in other words, Rabbi Chia Abba says one thing, Rabbi Yochanan uh, says another thing, you shouldn't even listen to Rabbi Yochanan He's much less reliable. And beside that, besides both these points, we've got direct proof that Rabbi Yochanan said to Adama on cooked vegetables, because they asked Rabbi Yochanan what broccoli do you make on a tourist bean, which had been cooked seven times in the pit, and he said Adama. And then we had another proof, which finally is sort of questioned, that Rabbi Yochanan said he saw Rabbi Yochanan eat a salted olive, and the olive had been salted for a long time, and it's considered the same as cooked, and he made a broccoli before and after he ate it. So the Morrison, if you say that cooked vegetables retain their status, then the brothels on the olive would be your eight, that's the broccoli rishona, and other eights afterwards. But if you say cooked vegetables do not retain its status, you will say shahaka before, but what broccoli would you say afterwards? And this is based on the view of Rabbi Yitzhak Dimi, who says you only say Baronaposhus on eggs or meat. The answer the Gemara says that Rabbi Yitzhak does follow the other view that you say Baronaposhus on other foods as well. Therefore, this is not a proof. Rav Yitzchok Bar Shmuel quotes a Mishnah in Pesachim, which says you can be yoked to the midst of Mora with leaves or stalks, but not if they're pickled, stewed, or cooked. But if you say that cooked vegetables retain their status, why can you not be yoked with cooked Mora? The answer the Gemara could because we need the taste. Answer the we need the taste of Mora, and if it's cooked, we lose the taste. As far as the broccoli is concerned, the herds retain their status and we say, well, I Rabbi asked Rabbi Zera, how could Rabbi Yochanan say a broccoli from an olive? Once a pip is taken out, it's left in an olive. And an olive is the minimum size you can say a broccoli on. It's a kazayas. So he explained, we only need a medium kazayas of olive. And Rabbi Yochanan ate a large, a large olive, which even after the pit was taken out, was still the size of a medium olive, and therefore he could make a broch achrona. And Titus quotes the Yerushalmi and says that you can make a broch achrona even if it's less than a kazayat, where it is a brio bifne atzma, a whole fruit, as the olive is. And the medium olive is known as an aguri because the oil is gathered within it and ready to come out like a grape. That we'll have next week. But then, but then we, we mentioned very important Alakalamaisa that since, since there are those who say that for a bria on its own right, which a grape is, even after one, you would say a bracha uh, to get yourself out of it, make sure you eat a kazayas, which is, as we said, 13 small, 6 medium, 4 large, or the other way to get out of it is by cutting, either cutting the grape before you eat it, or as you put it into your mouth, break it into two. And that's where we left it today.
have a very good week and i hope you all cope with aids.